the love of God. Today we celebrate Trinity Sunday, which is the central mystery of our faith. If you want to know what, it, what does it mean to be Catholic, what does it mean to be Christian, the Trinity is the central mystery because it reveals who God is and his essence, which we, we couldn't know on our own. That God is not merely an energy. God is not a force. God is, God is not everything. God, in his essence, is a trinity. A personal relationship that wishes to reveal himself and invite us into that relationship. So I, I know it's a, it can be a very, when we say it's a mystery, it's not something unknowable. It's something infinitely knowable. We can know something, but we can always learn more. And so there's two images that help me to understand. Maybe you've heard some of this before. But the first is, is the understanding that God is love, which we know from 1 John 4, 8. God is love. God, God is not, we're not saying that God is loving. God is loving. But we're saying at the essence level that God is love itself. And so I, you can think about it this way, that, that the Father for all of eternity loves the Son, or in other words, the Father pours himself out, gives himself to his Son, that love is self-gift. The Son, for all eternity, receives that offering of the Father, giving him everything. And then the Son gives everything back to the Father, makes a gift of himself. And the love between the Father and the Son is so real, so tangible. We give him a name, the Holy Spirit. So you have, the, you could say, another image would be God is love. So you have the lover, you have the beloved, and you have the love itself. Does that make sense? So it's, it's three aspects, but we would say three persons, one God. And also, because that's who God is in his essence, marriage is a reflection of that. So marriage, you have a, a husband who loves, who makes the gift of himself to his wife. The wife receives that self-gift, offers herself back. And the love between the husband and wife is so real that nine months, nine months from now, we give him or her a name. So do you see how, how marriage is a reflection or an image of the Trinity? Um, so, so that's one image. You, and so in this relationship of self-gift, you and I, we're, we're invited into that relationship. We're invited into the divine life of the Trinity. The second image, we have a little helpful image here, show and tell here. Uh, this image on the wall, it's an icon. The original was done by Andrei Rublev. He was a Russian in the 15th century um, who, who is capturing what they call this the Old Testament Trinity. Because you can't really depict the Trinity, can you? You can't. I mean, God is invisible, right? But in the Old Testament, in, this, in Genesis 18, 
Abraham is with his wife Sarah, and these three heavenly messengers come to him, of which one speaks the word. And yet, and now Abraham and Sarah offer hospitality to these three heavenly messengers. But we know, with the fullness of the understanding of Revelation in the New Testament, that the three persons are the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Word is Jesus. And instead of us offering hospitality to God, it is God who offers hospitality to us. It is God who opens up his inner life and shares with us his grace and feeds us even at this altar. And so one of the defining aspects of this image is you and I, the table is almost, it's open up, and you and I are invited into that communion. We're invited to come to the table. And so the Trinity is not enclosed and shut off, but the Trinity is open to you and I to have access to God in his essence. That God is not someone who started the world and just stands back. God who gives me life and then sees me and my family suffering and doesn't care about it. That's how it feels at times. But instead, God is a personal God who wants a personal relationship with me and invites me into that. And what gives you and I access to the life of God is the Holy Spirit who was poured into our lives where? In baptism, right? In baptism, you and I are given God's divine life. We're given, it's almost like the, well, it's, it's our grace to be able to level up to have access. Um, this is, okay, here's a, here's a youthful uh, analogy that may or may not help. So if you've seen the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, so you have Star-Lord who he finds out he thinks he's human, but what he doesn't realize is that he actually has a divine spirit within him. And that divine spirit gives him powers and abilities to transcend his weak humanity. Now, that's just a movie, it's just a made up fiction. But what God offers us is not fiction. That God in baptism gives us his divine spirit by which we can enter into a life with the divine God. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to. How can me, a human, have access, how can, how can I have access to God who's divine? But because of his grace, because of the Holy Spirit, we are able to partake, participate in the divine nature, 1 Peter 4 tells us. So because, because of this reality, because of it informs who we are. We are people of the Trinity. How did we begin our prayer this morning? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Why do we always pray that way? Because we pray to the Father, uh, through Jesus the Son, the one mediator, in the power of the Holy Spirit. That because of that Holy Spirit, we are able to not just imitate Jesus, but to become more and more like Jesus, become more and more the sons and daughters of God, but we, as we share in Jesus' sonship. 
So by the Holy Spirit, I am transformed. I become who I am, a son. For those, you become a daughter. That part of the beauty of the Trinity is, and by the grace of the Holy Spirit, is I become who I am, the beloved son of God, able to be in relationship, offering everything to the Father, that now I have received everything from the Father, and I'm invited to give everything back to him, and I do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. All of this can seem a little abstract and theological, so I want, I want to share an experience I had this week of how this love is not just supposed to be like in a textbook or on the wall, but it's meant to be personal because we have a personal God. So uh, on Tuesday, I celebrated... Uh, 14 years as a priest and I happened to be up in North Dakota and as I as I went to North Dakota my mind was a little frazzled because as you know we're trying to fundraise for a new Newman Center and we're about two-thirds away there but I'm thinking about well gosh you know if I'm up here then I'm not like out fundraising and meeting with people and calling people and doing these things and so I'm just thinking about like ah you know like you know, I, but, but I want to be here and I want to meet our new focus team. And so that day in particular, we were, the schedule was so that we would spend time together. So we were hanging out, we were kind of playing some games and stuff, and then we go to dinner. Um, and then afterwards, you know, I said, well, you know, it is a celebration. Um, let's go get some ice cream. So <laughs> we'd look it up and Cold Stone was already closed. Come on. Uh, and then... We go to Dairy Queen, and there's one guy working and like 10 people waiting for their ice cream, and it's like, ah, oh, do we wait? Are we being impatient? And yes, okay, let's go somewhere else. So we go, we, pa- we, we go to the fourth place, and it's not even a restaurant. It's an it's, it's a outdoor stand that has ice cream. And there's six of us there, and I'm looking at the menu, and it's like $4 for a scoop, $7 for two scoops, $9 for three scoops, and I'm sitting there calculating. I'm like, this is going to be expensive. And, and somebody says, hey, there's a deal. There's a bowl. You get a bowl of ice cream with 14 scoops for $25. I'm like, oh, no brainer. You're like, we're getting the big bowl of ice cream. And so we tell them the flavors, and they're scooping it up and putting it together, and we're sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden, one of the, our, our new team director looks at me and goes, father, 14 scoops, 14, 14 years, Father. And I was like, oh. And, and I was like, wait a minute, like that's so odd. Like why would you, like if, why would a bowl, why wouldn't it have 10 scoops? That's a good number, 12 scoops, 15 scoops. What are the odds that it would be 14 scoops? And, and in that moment, I felt this, this peace and love because my mind is all over the place about all the things I have to do that I feel are like on my shoulders. And I'm spending my anniversary with a bunch of people that I don't know. And in that moment, I felt God saying, I see you. And I know you. And I'm with you today. And God says that truth to you and I, not just that day, not just in that moment, but every moment, God says, I'm with you, and I see you, and I know you, and I love you. And everything he's doing in our entire lives, the ups and the downs, the difficulties, the stresses, the hurts, 
that everything is made because you and I are made for relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, a God who is real and is working everything for our good, who holds nothing back for our good and has a plan for us to share in his eternal love for eternity.